March, Friday the 13th. Friday, you know, it's good that we have Gary on. I'm going to talk to Gary about that. Friday the 13th was the last time I went into work. Oh, here he comes right now. Look at this. We'll switch over. Look at that, look at that great graphics they got. Can you hear me, Mr. Horn? I can hear you, buddy. Awesome. So we uh, we were just talking about you, or about you, about a lot of things, and I was saying, uh, I, w- I was trying to get on the track of, I have been out of work, like not out of work, I've still had a job, but I've been working from home since uh, March, Friday, since Friday the 13th. And I just assume, I, I've now grown accustomed that I just assume everybody else is also home. Nobody else goes to work. Nobody else has to deal with that crap. And they're just home. So like, <laughs> so I like set up interviews or I ask people to come on and they're like, oh, I'm trying to get there. You know, like you say, I'm trying to get home. Like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you have to do. Uh, we had the stepdads of wrestling. They're essential workers. So nothing has changed for them. And I think that's just so ignorant on my part. So I don't know how I got on that conversation, but it's just weird. And, uh, so, for, okay. So thanks for coming on. Uh, you didn't have to rush. It's never a rush. You always have an open invitation to come on. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm good, buddy. And, uh, yeah, I was actually finishing up a few work things, but I'm actually still working from home. I am like still quarantined in, but I just had something I had to get done. And, uh, so they're still not having us come into the office, but, uh, I just, uh, was trying to get it wrapped up so I could get in here and, uh, and I've got all my work stuff set up in one room and then all of this stuff set up in another room. And then some of it I have to share. So I have to like move it over. (laughs) So it was uh, taking me longer than I expected. And that's the other thing, like uh, my wife, sorry to cut you off. My wife works from home too. Now, like she's been working from home and I work from home, but what we, what we like, I can work from home and be mobile and free. It's just the nature of, of what I do. But my wife is, is an actual, uh, she's a pharmacist. So she's a doctor. So she's got to be there all the time, doing all this stuff, calling patients, talking to people. She can't be bothered all the time. So it's even working from home. I am sometimes narrow minded and expect that everybody can do what I do working at home. And, uh, that's not the case. Like she actually ha- is still working right now because she had to take an hour out of her day for something else. But enough work, Doc. Right? Oh, hey, man. What I, I am here for you. I have made it. I have. I feel like I'm on top of the world here. I'm finally on putting you over. Yeah, so this right? is this is good for me. Well, I was. <laughs> I am here for whatever, whatever the standing streamer wants to talk. Yeah, about. whatever shenanigans we got. And I was saying that uh, I've been wanting to have Gary on for a long time. Uh, because I just like the style of your interview and I was plugging your stuff and we got the links and, and, uh, I just like the, I like your style and I want to get to that. And I just like your, literally your whole take on wrestling. Um, but so, so let's start. So, so where does your love for wrestling stem from? Like how far back does it go? Like way oh, back? Oh man, I think my whole life. What was your yeah, first memory? I think, uh, <laughs> Uh, my like literally my first wrestling memory is probably also I, I've thought about this a lot, especially since doing this. I think yeah. it's actually like literally one of my first memories, and it's like <laughs> walking into a room with my parents, and um, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan were on. Yeah, and it's like um, 
it it, it was the, the whole thing where uh, Andre turned on Hogan and was out there with Heenan and like ripped the cross yeah, off the, the cross right yeah. Off and chest. he's, and then Piper's like, you're bleeding. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that whole scene is still like, it's like burned into my memory. And I remember seeing that and how huge they looked and, oh, and a guy was bleeding and yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was just, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so uh, I think that's, I think that's the first one. Um, uh, but yeah, man. So from, from then on, I was hooked. I've watched wrestling for as long as I can remember. Um, I, I started with WWE stuff mostly, but um, as time went along, I started appreciating other styles or other types of wrestling and that sort of thing. And, uh, and obviously now uh, my focus is NWA All, mostly. NWA also. And then the other interesting part, and I, I kind of got the, the glimpse when I first stumbled upon you, you know, you were doing the NWA pod. It was you and, and Adam at the time. And I, I grew to love uh, what you guys were doing and what you were putting out. And, uh, you know, we don't even have to delve into that. But, you know, some people liked Adam and some people liked you. And that's just the, the nature of the business, actually, when you have a team. Some people like Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Some people like Mike Francesa. You might not even know those two people, but <laughs> the reference makes sense to me. So I leaned towards you and I start, I start realizing you. that you... Uh, you do n- another podcast, another thing about horror movies and cult films, and and all that stuff. So you you already had a, a podcasting presenting type of experience in your in your background. Uh, like has has I guess broadcasting always been something you've been passionate about? Like what do you like? Maybe that's something you do in your shoot job. I have no idea. It's actually not something I do with my shoot job, but I, I wish it was. I, yeah, I, like I think shoot I, job. I, I. I just wanted to crowbar that in. <laughs> no, no, I. <laughs> I um, I I've always had an interest in things, but I don't think that for some reason I never pursued it really. Yeah. Um, I just uh, I, I always liked the entertainment industry and that sort of thing, and um, broadcasting or journalism. Like I went to school for journalism for a little while. Like I tried that as a major for a bit, but I, I never could get too into it because it was, um, I don't know. I, I just never felt like I was going to be like the yeah. strict, like write a column kind of style. Like I always, if I was going to do like some kind of broadcast journalism or something like that, it was going to be like what we do as podcasters, you know? So, um, yeah, I um, I I always wanted to do it, and then you know, after a little while, podcasting became a thing. So I was listening to podcasts when they first started out, oh. and um, I was super into them. And uh, then all of a sudden, like I had a buddy that we'd go see movies all the time and just spend like an hour talking about them afterwards all the time anyway. And uh, he was like, "We should do a podcast," and I'm like, "Okay, let me think about it." And I I sometimes sometimes I'm like really gung ho, and sometimes I'm like real hesitant. And I like want to plan everything perfectly. And, uh, but luckily he pushed me into it and, uh, we started the psychotronic film society, uh, at psychotronic pod for anybody who wants to check it out. But it's, uh, it's, uh, just based on cult movies, like weird horror and sci-fi and that kind of stuff. So, um, that's, that's what got us going. Yeah. And then, uh, and then eventually that bled over into letting me do another thing I was passionate about, which was wrestling. I just dropped the psychotronic thing. Yeah, I just thought that was um I thought it was extremely interesting 
uh, I have a, a friend too, and like we're always shooting the shit back and forth about a multitude of things, and we have always talked about doing some sort of podcast, but we never get around to it for one reason or another. Basically, it's usually his fault, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um. So, all right. So, so you were doing this podcast, the 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 cult horror stuff first. Yeah, yeah, that was actually my first one. I was doing it for probably, gosh, two years yeah. before I even started. Uh, this is the NWA. And how did, how did, uh, so how did you and Adam hook up then? I guess is what I want to. I'm trying to find um, your so, Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, yeah. So what happened there was. Um, Basically, I was doing the movie podcast already, and I got really into the idea of doing something for wrestling. Wrestling is my other passion. I love talking about wrestling yep. and watching wrestling and just analyze like that. Just think the business is fascinating and all of that stuff. So, I started to think about I could maybe I could figure out a way to work that in. The problem is, is like a lot of things. There's the you know like a hundred wrestling podcasts. Well, yeah. there's way more than a hundred. There's sure. a lot. Um, yeah, so I was like, well, how do I do anything that stands out or what what's a what's something different that I can do with this? Um timing wise, like perfectly timing, like literally around the time I was having this thought, Billy Corgan ended up purchasing the National Wrestling yeah. Alliance. And uh I actually grew up a huge Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, fan. me too. And if you um, follow if you followed Billy Corgan um, and like I, I'm a wrestling fan, you're a wrestling fan, and and you would know, like he was he was heavily involved in Impact. He almost bought Impact, well TNA at the time, and that kind of fell through and stuff. Uh, so I knew, like like I know when people hear Billy Corgan bought the NWA, like when I told my wife this, she's like didn't understand, but he's actually a big wrestling fan, so that made complete sense to me. But go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it, it, it is weird to a lot of people, and uh, it was weird for a lot of reasons. It was weird because uh, some people didn't know that Billy Corgan was any, at, at all interested in wrestling. Um, I happen to know just as a fan of his that that he had you know been an impact and even run a like an indie promotion in Chicago for a while, yep. and um, so I, I knew that he had an interest in wrestling. Uh, but the other side of this was he was buying the NWA, which was the National Wrestling Alliance, the oldest yep. uh, wrestling entity out there, just uh, that you can trace the lineage of back to, some would say, 1948. Some will tell you all the way to 1905, and um, at least with the championship. So yeah. the um, there was something fascinating about that. But, of course, no, it was kind of considered – pretty dead in the water like not a lot was happening with it and um so there were a lot of people thinking he was crazy uh in the wrestling world that yeah. were just like what did you just buy like why would you buy this thing and uh it's, it's worthless you know if you, you whatever you paid you overpaid for it and uh so all of that stuff I don't know. Like right when I heard that, I was like, well, that's my end. Yeah. Like that's, that's the fun one. Like, uh, I was like, uh, there, there's a niche thing. Nobody's going to be covering the national wrestling Alliance. And, uh, it's just coming out of nowhere. And it's Billy Corgan, who I'm already yeah. a fan of, uh, I love his music. And, uh, and I, and honestly, and, and this wouldn't be sucking up to him. I, I just, as a fan of him, I I'd always counted 
him as like an underdog kind of guy, like the, a guy that was a weird dude yeah. who had the weird singing voice. The bald and, head uh, for Somehow, a while. though, yeah. he made stuff happen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and he just always, he'd always carried through, and uh, some somehow he made stuff happen. And uh, so anyway, uh, I decided I was going to do a podcast about uh, – the NWA. Now, again, I got into my like hemming and hawing stage of like plotting out like, all right, well, how do I talk about it? What do I talk about exactly? And all of a sudden then on the scene burst Adam Rotella. Yeah. And, uh, and so I see this guy just show up on, I, you know, as, as I'm starting to follow NWA stuff, I yeah. mean, he's, he's right there. He's there. And so he's, <laughs> uh, and yeah. And he starts announcing that he's going to, uh, petition for a job at the NWA, you know, and he's going to be working to make it, make it his goal to get there and all of this stuff. Um, so, uh, I was familiar with him. Right. Uh, and then also that encouraged me to go ahead and stop goofing off and get in on it. Cause I'm like, all right, well, it's going to seem like this is the only guy who thought of this if I don't do something too. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, I had to go ahead and jump in myself. Um, how we got together was because probably I had been doing it, um, gosh, man, I, I bet, I, I, I think it was like a year in, um, we, we have like two totally different approaches. He has like the more, um, I'm trying to think of the way to describe it. It's like kind of the late night talk show shtick kind of thing or something. Yeah. And he's like a little offbeat humor kind of stuff. And, um, and, uh, I was trying to play it more journalistic i think or yeah. something i don't know i don't know what exactly it was i would goof off but i was trying to play it more like my show was going to be more all of these people are independent uh wrestlers as well here's where you can see them this is what's going on with them whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, like whoa. Try Stop to the tackle clock. each person and trying to use the show to be more of a like let's uh let's get over the talent that's involved in the nwa and uh and then I'd have like guests on that had never watched wrestling before sometimes. And they talked to me about wrestling and what they thought about it. Anyway, sorry, long that, story, that short, short story awesome, long. Though. You had guests on that never watched <laughs> wrestling before. Oh yeah. That was part of the fun, man. I started, uh, the way I started was, as I picked up right at the beginning of the 10 pounds of gold series yeah, yeah. that, uh, Lagana and, uh, and, and Corgan were doing yeah. with Nick Aldis and Tim storm. And, uh, I was like, well, you know, this is the beginning of this whole thing. And so nope, everybody's technically new to this. Yeah. So I would like, I would just invite anybody on and we'd cover like a series of gold stuff. Uh, so like a couple of times I'd have somebody who was a huge wrestling fan, somebody yep. that was actually keeping up with it. But then I had uh, several points where I was like, let's introduce somebody completely new to wrestling to this thing and see what they think about it. And uh, so that was kind of fun. Some yeah. of them still watch it. To that this day. that so sounds like a lot of fun. That's worked out. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Fun. It's just uh, interesting, especially, you know, cause the wrestling is, is a weird thing to just jump into anyway. And then this 10 pounds of gold thing is like a weird off kilter kind of version of that. Um, but Going along right about the time that uh, Crockett, let's see, Crockett Cup 2019 happened. I, I met Nick and David Lagana there and all that stuff. But then uh, right before Power started, I was uh, kicking around the idea of doing interviews because um, Nick Aldis actually hit me up. And uh, Nick Aldis hit me up and he asked if I wanted to do an interview, which was really cool. Wow. Like I had not even 
I didn't know how you even did that. Like I didn't know how to reach out to somebody right, or what right, right. what that even was. So uh, Jim, this yeah, one day I get a DM from Nick Aldis, and it's just like, hey, um, you know, we got uh, NWA Power coming up, and uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of media. And if I'm going to be doing a lot of media, I'd like to do. Uh, I'd like to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, community, yeah. I was like, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we set it up, and it happened, and. I think we talked like two and a half hours in that interview or something. Like we just like hung out one night and just talked. And uh, I feel like we kind of hit it off. But then um, all of a sudden that gave me the confidence to start asking. I'm like, well, why can't I ask, you know, this person or this person? I finally reached out and asked Lagana. And uh, and so when I asked David Lagana, um, he wrote back to me and so – about this time, Rotella had still been in there, but he had kind of veered off of the NWA stuff, honestly. I don't know. He was doing like this kayfabe tease yeah, thing kayfabe or something tees. like That's that. That's when I ran into him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing that stuff. So he wasn't like as full into the NWA right at that point. And, uh, but he had been a guy that he was over on the side of the country that, um, a lot of these guys were in um, like Lagana being in California and they were doing a lot of stuff in championship wrestling from Hollywood and, and that sort of thing. So I think Adam was in Vegas at the time. So he'd drive over there and see him and he'd start harassing Lagana and like stalking him and stuff like that. And Lagana would always make jokes about that. But uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, because of that, like, I guess I, I think that Dave saw what I was doing. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I don't want to sound braggadocious, but I, I think he liked it. I think he liked what I was doing. But he also had a connection with Rotella, and he had never really done an interview with anybody about it. You know, like just – I don't know. Like I think he'd done like bigger platforms, but yep. never like a, let's Smaller. get these podcasters a thing. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll do an interview with you if it's you and Rotella. And uh, he's like, because I don't. I don't want to feel like I'm giving one an interview without the other one or something right, like that. Right. And uh, so he's like, but you got to make that happen. So I'm like, all right. Oh. So <laughs> I just reached out to, I just reached out to Adam and I'm like, Hey man, we got stuff to do. Uh, you want to still talk about NWA? Uh, I could get us David Magada, but, but we got to do it together. And uh, he, he took, he took like a day or two. Adam's Adam's Adam. And he, yeah. he, he I think he, he was just like, kind of like, what's going on here? I'm like, what's yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to you, my man, you know, like, <laughs> and, uh, I'm trying to, <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he ended up, uh, he ended up hitting me back up and he's like, okay, let's do this. And, uh, so we, we had the interview and, uh, that was it. And then it was just like, from there, we decided to keep going for a little while and work together and do yeah. shows together. We started the live chats after, uh, NWA power. So those were doing yep. pretty well. And so, uh, we had a, we had a nice little run there with it. Nice run. That's a that's an interesting story. That's an inter- very interesting story how you guys uh, got together. But uh, you know, and it played out. You guys, uh, what you guys did uh, while you guys were together w- was great, and and it came out wonderful. And and you know, one thing led to another for whatever circumstance. But you guys both kind of go in your own way, and 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 that's fine because you, you got the people that love what Adam's doing. And you got the people that love what you're doing now with the NWA pod. So uh, let's fast forward to that, what you got going on now. Um, 
you got you got Will with you, and you got a doctor. I can, I gotta say, doctor, doctor, yeah. Stinson, on you got board to. with the end. He's a and PhD. It, yeah, he is a PhD. <laughs> got to put those credentials behind your name. So they tell me at work, <laughs> Kevin, start putting the preden- the credentials behind your name when you talk. I'm like, no, I don't think so, but but that's me. Anyways, so <laughs> you, you you got them on board. So I got a couple questions for you. One. How how did that come about, you br- pulling those two guys in? And two, do you feel like you need to pull guys in to pull off or to put out content that you want to put out? Like, I go through this dilemma all the time. I try to do a, a little variety podcast show type of thing, and it's just me, and it's been me for a long time, and it's a lot of friggin' work. And... Sometimes I feel like maybe I should open up and let some people in that have the same mindset and, and see how that is. Do you feel that's necessary with this type of stuff we're putting out? One, and then how did you hook up with those two? Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's like whatever your goal is, yeah. you know. Um, it's I, I, the thing with me was is. Like I don't know if this sounds like PS or not. I keep telling people this, but it's like I was, I just had to do what made me happy. Right. And um, well, we talked before so, off like in DMs and stuff, and that's what you said that all the time. I, I'm just gonna do what I enjoy. Yeah, I mean that was the whole point in the first place. I never like went into this thing expecting that I was gonna be some billionaire right. based off of like talking to the computer screen. So I mean, sure, if money comes in, that's great. Yeah. If opportunities present themselves awesome but first and foremost it had to be like i just like doing it and it's giving me an outlet and yeah. uh and turns out there's a community out there which was always the coolest part to yeah. me just all the people you meet like us talking and and stuff like that just that that was the fun part of it for me like i like interacting not just with the wrestlers but with the actual people that with, love wrestling with people, i was doing it yeah. because i wanted to talk about wrestling <laughs> yeah. and so uh the so the thing the thing was, is like, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's a lot of work, dude. And, um, like if, if you want to be uh, just, I mean, you can look at him and tell him, I mean, Adam Rotella is a machine. Like there is nobody that is like Adam Rotella as far as that. That's just a different breed of cat. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not that. And, uh, I don't know many people that are, I think he just like, that is his, like his his breathing is is content you know like he just all all he's doing most of the time is making video clips and audio clips and stuff like that for some of us i mean if that is your goal and that makes you happy then go for it you know but for a lot of us um especially like i mean i think i think you're in this situation i know the guys i'm i'm with um and myself like you've got families you got stuff going on in your life like you can't We've got the shoot job and, um, you know, so I do the shoot job and then, uh, you know, for me, I don't have any kids, but, uh, the doc has kids, Will has kids. Um, so for me, like I don't have kids, but I have a wife and, um, and she, she requires attention as well. And so, um, it can't be just (laughs) exactly. So when work's busy, then after work, I can spend a little time with it, but I can't be up till like midnight working on stuff, just like pushing out content and okay. stuff like that. So I have to schedule like what I can do and when I can do it. And um, so 
for me, like I was kind of sticking with like a weekly show. That was kind of what I could, knew I could manage. But um, when when Adam and I broke off, and it's just you know Adam's doing his own thing, and and there's plenty of room in the world for whatever. Um, I kind of got into this mode of like trying to decide what I wanted to do next. I wanted to probably go back to the weekly show like I had been doing uh, before because it seemed to work fine and uh, that sort of thing. But I missed parts. I missed the live after yeah. shows and the live interaction with people and that sort of thing. Um, so I think it's hard. Um, and I know you've done this before and uh, it happens, but it's, it's, I've tried it before. It's tough to like carry a whole show just talking to yourself. You know, <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like I know, being I by yourself, carrying yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was, uh, I, I was trying to think about like, well, would anybody else be interested in doing this? But like seeing it kind of my way that it's like not business and strict. It's yeah. more just like loose and it's we're going to do what we can, however we can. Do what I think Lagana told me that like right from the start, like or when I was trying to figure this out, I think he I actually happened to be talking to him and he was just like, You can only do what you can do with what you have from where you're at. Yeah. And uh it, that always stuck out to me. And uh but I was uh so so I was like, Well, whatever I'm gonna do, it has to be fun. But it would be fun again to have somebody to talk to. I wonder if there's somebody that we could work out schedules with. My wife worked with this guy, Will. And, oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, she used to actually, like, oh, okay. she used to, but I met him through that. So we were like Facebook buddies and yep. stuff. Um, and, uh, Wilson marketing, man, like that's his, uh, that's his degree. That's, uh, that's his, his shoot, shoot job, job. is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, his shoot job is in marketing and strategy and planning and all of that stuff. And, uh, and so, so that part was appealing to me and I'm like, maybe he'd have some ideas on a direction, you know, but also I had seen Will like just a little bit, like we weren't super tight, but I had seen him try to start like Facebook groups and stuff like that so that people would get together and talk about wrestling. He, he had tried to do like a, um, a wrestling podcast at one point I saw, yeah. but I don't know if it didn't get any traction or whatever, but it just quit after a little while. So I was like, well, that is a, my wife mentioned him one day. She's like, you and Will always have like a similar personality. I bet you guys would do really good together. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to hit this guy up and just see if he's interested in that. And he just like immediately was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to do something like this. And he's like, and I've seen what you're doing. He's like, you came out of nowhere and you've got a thing and there's a community. And he's like, that's all I ever wanted. I want to, I want to do that. And uh, so I'm like, all right, perfect. Cause, so he was excited about the exact same stuff that made me excited about it. Like, just the community that what we call now the hashtag NWA yeah, fam. Yeah. And uh, so that's where he came from. I, I, I was like, well, let's, let me think about some stuff and how we're going to do this. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. I figured in like a week or two, we'd get started. But all of a sudden, like the next day, the dude's putting out these, Hey, it will, Hey, it's will dailies, like these five minute daily yeah, love shows. And uh, yeah. And they're funny yeah. and he's good, man. He's really good at it. And I was like, well, I'm going to be an idiot if I don't go ahead and jump into this again and start doing this and like wrap this guy up and let's do this. Like, and so uh, I was like, Hey man, I, I don't know. Did you like start your own thing? And he's like, no, I was just trying to show you how to do it. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, here's <laughs> and, my resume. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, 
So we got together. So that's where he came from. And uh, sorry if I'm rambling at no, all. No, no, no. Ramble but... on. I ramble all the time. It's, you ramble. <laughs> but he, uh, so he came in and we started deciding on what we were going to do and uh, doing the li- going to do the live shows and everything else. Yada yada yada. Uh, the doc though, uh, Doctor Stinson, Doctor Robert Stinson, Doctor Robert he, uh... <laughs> Stinson, the the third. I think we should <laughs> add the third. I don't know if he's a third. Probably should, just for the heck of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he's, a, he's a, you know, a well-educated, smart yes. man, and he, he just, uh, uh, but he's also a huge wrestling fan and a huge NWA fan. And uh, his doctorate is not in professional wrestling, but he's got a uh, professor-level uh, amount of knowledge in his brain about the history of the NWA. Nice. And... Uh, so he he's, he was a huge NWA fan, and the first time I ever saw the guy was uh, at an NWA power taping, and it's like him, his wife, and his two daughters, uh, one of which is like two or one at the time. I don't even know, like, uh, but a little one. Yeah, yeah. They all come in dressed as uh, Mongrovian karate students, <laughs> and, uh, and they're at the power tapings, and I'm like, wow, this guy is this all guy in is on this. into it. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, which is cool. It's one of the cool parts about the yeah. NWA. You got people like uh, Santa Vol or Orange Santa and uh, the Masked Fan, and then these guys come in as like karate yep. students, and uh, it makes it fun. But uh, anyway, so because of that stuff, like uh, he started getting involved. Uh, to hear him tell it, he was just kind of like he, he was watching Rotella and I do the live shows yeah. uh, before and he just watched us from far and he said he used to listen to my podcast, yeah. you know, and all of that stuff. And so he was like, I didn't, it's, it's almost funny, you know, when you, when you meet people like this, cause he's just like, I never thought of you as like a real person. You were just a person like I listened to, like, yeah. a, like it was a radio or something, yep. you know? And uh, he's like, and uh, one day I saw you, you guys had a YouTube show and he's like, and then his daughter, uh, Piper, yep. she was like, uh, she, she said, well, dad, you know, you can like interact with them and stuff. And he's like, what? <laughs> you can talk to them and stuff. <laughs> and she like showed him how to use the chat feature on YouTube and That's like, you jump in the chat. And, <laughs> and so, um, so, so he started interacting and everything. And, uh, so we got to kind of know each other. It's just him as part of the community. And, um, basically what ended up happening with him is like, we got pretty tight, just like, uh, shooting the shit back and forth about that. I don't know if I can curse. Sorry, no, but, you uh, can curse. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he would have all this knowledge, but the way it really kind of clicked in was uh, one day, just I, I got into a whole thing with uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. You might have seen it on yep. there. People that follow me might have seen it, but with the NWA pod also, uh, just because they announced like which champions they recognized as as yeah, full-fledged real world wrestling champions and uh the nwa wasn't on there and so like uh you know i'm gonna push for my boy Aldis to be recognized as a real world champion i believe he's the legit one and he uh, was at the time so he's a non champion now well i you know <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna go into that that's a whole other debate but uh, he can't help it he no I, I know i'm busting um, his balls <laughs> but yes, but, I did uh, see that. They it wasn't recognized, and that's a shame because that title should be recognized. 
Exactly. And so I was like, well, what are your criteria? Why are you guys saying this? Like, what, why is, you know, New Japan and not the NWA or, you know, like what, what's the setup for this? And because uh, I think they were doing like AEW, New Japan's uh, IWGP, and then the, um, the two WWE titles. And uh, not even like NXT, I don't think. But um, like just just like SmackDown and Raw or whatever the Universal. And, I'm so sick uh, of world title. All the titles in WWE. That's another topic right, right, exactly, together. man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean I I I I keep up with them, you know, with what's going on yeah. with them. And yeah, I I I just it, it bums me out um, when I think about um, how I used to be able to list like all the champions yeah, like yeah. right in a row. I used yeah. to be able to just do it. But then now it's like flip flopped around and gone everywhere, and there's different versions, and it's split and come there's, back together and split. There's and double champions. I'm like, what? I, I don't even, exactly, and I'm like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. But um, anyway, so we get into it, and uh, I happen to have a connection with one of their contributors, Brian Solomon, who's written a couple of wrestling books, and he's working with PWI and does their podcast, and. Uh, I was like, well, if you ever want to have a debate about this, we could make it a show. And uh, he was down and uh, basically got it approved by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And uh, we were going to have the debate. Day of the debate, probably an hour um, before, uh, Doc Stinson hits me up on DM. And he's like, I got to talk to you, man. I know this is coming. You got to let me talk to you. And I'm like, all right. So I give him my number and he calls me. And then he's just like going up. So he's like, when you're talking about the NWA championship, you got to oh mention this. God. You got to mention George Hackenschmick. <laughs> and you like, you know, you got to trace it back to Luthez. And then, you know, then this happened. Then there was this moment, blah, blah, blah. And you got to make sure when you're thinking of a world type, when we're thinking of, in educational terms, we don't view like this testing this way because well, I was like, dude, dude, dude. Like, Whoa. So I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I was like, I am not going to be able to represent any of this i was like do you just want to like be on the chat with us because it's it's cool really if you want to and he was like uh yeah sure yeah okay great and so he just like jumped on the zoom chat and uh and then i've i've never been able to shake him since i don't know he's um, just been there it's like like uh yeah like pti I don't even know if PTI is still on on ESPN. Pardon the interruption. I don't know if you're a sports guy, but PTI always had their yeah 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 the stats guy. So uh, they had a uh, oh man I can't remember his name, but he was the stats guy. So they would go to him at the end of the show, and he would just recite all the stats they got wrong, the history, and all this blah blah blah. That's exactly what he is. And now that guy has his own show, and and Stinson's on the show, and it works. It it gels well, and. Uh, I enjoy. I like the. I like the NWA Pod brand that we're getting now. So you, we get you, Will, and uh, Doctor Robert Stinson the Third. That's great. Right. We get. Uh, hey, it's Will Dailies, and we get Piper's Notes. It's a nice little package. It's really good. Uh, that was kind of the fun of it. Yeah. yeah like the the Rob uh, Stinson's daughter like he he's he's he was already doing content as well so yep. that kind of just happened like he was he was just doing a family channel he called it like stinson vision yeah and, yeah. and uh, he would do like stuff with his daughters but one of the big ones was piper's note hashtag piper's notes which he got from the show with rotella and i because i used to like be talking about power 
and I would say something my wife, Jennifer, like would say, like while we were watching, I would do like hashtag Jenny notes or oh, something. See, I didn't and know that. uh, so funny. they took, so he took that. Yeah. And yeah. made hashtag Piper's notes and, um, and Piper's notes was different, you know, like he would try to get like wrestling personalities, but not just wrestling. Um, it'd be like musicians and different people. And, uh, they'd watch a music video together and, uh, like Piper's super into music and she's young. She's like eight, eight or nine or something, I think. And, um, but they watch a music video with like the musician or the wrestler or whatever. And they just critique it or talk about it and just talk about their history with music and that sort of thing. And it was like a different flavor of thing. And I told him one day, I was like, Hey man, this is a community platform. Like if you, you know, I don't want to take away from what you're doing, but if you want Piper's notes, uh, in the NWA pod, like we'd, we'd be happy to have it over there. And he was down. And so I thought it opened this up. Like you said, it like makes a different kind of package now. Like there's now, different kinds of stuff. Happening. Is it hard? Was it hard to present that? Because I've had that same feeling before. I've had that feeling where I've, I've noticed, I've like, I go around, I watch a lot of things and I notice like what people are doing and I'm like, Oh, this person's doing this thing and it, it kind of fits. And there's a part of me that's like, Hey, I have, sort of a small community of wrestling stuff and you're doing this one thing over here that's for that community you know you're more than welcome to to bring it on putting you over and we'll do a segment on it and and it can be a weekly segment or whatever the case is it hard to present that to other people without feeling like you're offending them uh yeah yeah it is well yeah, I was I was tiptoeing around it. Like even with Will when he started the the Hansel Daily, um, I because I don't know. It's like you you want to you want to offer it, right. and but you don't want to be like I'm trying to own what you're right, doing right, right. or something like yep. that, you know. And um, so it's 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 kind of weird because and and I've been in relationships like that, like with other creators and yep. stuff where it can feel like it's more competitive like that. And, uh, but where I was again was, was fun. Like I'm just trying to have fun. And this thing, uh, when Adam and I split off, like uh, he, he, we let him take the YouTube channel. So like we didn't even, the YouTube channel wasn't monetized anymore. I had to start a new YouTube channel under the, this is the NWA banner. And, uh, so it was kind of just like, Hey man, I got this thing. You know, we've got a community that already follows. This is the NWA. If you'd like to put your stuff there, it's fine. No offense if you don't. Yeah. But you know, it's the opportunity's there. It's not even like money's involved really right now or anything. So it's like it's just, uh, what do you want to do? And yeah. uh, both those guys were on board, and I was like I said, I was just kind of at the point of like, I felt like what this is the NWA was going to be was platform to show to to celebrate all the things of the nwa which meant yes interviews with wrestlers and talking about the shows but also could be like this fan base is so broad like we talked about all the different people like there's a lot of different wild stuff going on in the fan community so i'm like this is a good platform to elevate them and to show what these other people are doing and trying to do that just also happen to be wrestling fans yeah and uh so that's that's kind of how that happened that's the vibe i get from it that's the vibe i get so 
did a good yeah, job. And uh, it's, it's really just been kind of fun because I mean, Piper's notes had had wrestlers on it, but yeah. um, she slowly morphed into like uh, these last couple of weeks. She's had like uh, musicians and stuff on there, and 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 I think it's okay. Like I don't have any say in that stuff. I mean, like that's just I was just you know because that was part of the deal. It was like you can bring your thing over and just do it here. That's the and way to so do it. Though. That's, that's how all Stinson, man. He, yeah, yeah. He he does all that. He 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 and Piper book the guests and set it up, and they just try to have one a week. And uh, not like we're like hammering down on somebody if they miss a deadline right. or something. It's nothing like strict like that. But it's uh that's kind of how it's worked out. So it gives us like a a buffet of stuff for people to enjoy. Wonderful. Um, let's actually get to some wrestling talk besides all this, this crap that we're going through. Um, Not slow news week in wrestling though. I don't know what you could ever want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good Lord. There was, okay. So it was, I don't even know. I don't know if it was this week or last week I had, you know, I do my shows. I try to do them Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and I had an interview show. I had my regular show on Thursday and all the speaking out and don't get me wrong. It's great stuff, but it all busted out on on this day and it kicked me like right in in the gut like i didn't want to do anything i'm a father of three daughters i have three daughters so i was just wiped out and i didn't want to do the show i didn't want to do anything and but the the actual guest that i had on that night i'd already pushed off once for another reason and i felt I didn't want to do that to him again. So I ended up doing the show and it was a great, it was a great show. I had a blast. Tyler Turva from Canada, independent wrestler. It was phenomenal. Had a great Brutus of Barber beefcake story. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, so, but that's a whole bunch of news. Um, but so, so before, before we, we were waiting for you to get on and I was talking to the chat here and I was like, Oh man, it's been so busy with my, my shoot job and my kids. We just lost our cat and we have all this, uh, like we had to put the cat down that type of loss. So it was really bad. And, uh, we, so we have this drama and vacation we're trying to figure out and all this crap. And, and I was like, I didn't even prepare for Gary. What am I going to talk to Gary about? So Vanessa, who's been great in the chat, uh, and, and been helping me out, like kind of helping me book people and, and produce stuff. She goes, Oh, you got to ask him about Zicky dice, his release. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, so I'm like, what are you talking about? I was just in his stream yesterday. I subbed to the guy. I didn't hear anything about it. What happened? What, what happened? So, so he, he, he got let go or, or what's the deal? Do you know? Oh, well, dude, it's, uh, it's, it was a shock. Definitely. And, uh, I'll tell you what this, uh, I'm going to tell you, this is my day has been hell today and it's just been from work being busy and i got wrapped up in some nonsense and i'm not going in in order to save um my relationships that i've made over time i'm not going to like name names or discuss too deep into this but i'll give you this that's so fun i was caught up in (laughs) i was i somehow got caught up in all this mess and um it yeah, yeah. So, it is, and, so it's a mess. Uh, so it's mess. Yeah, oh. I, I'd say that um, what I can tell you about it 100% is that um, the thing happened, and I don't think anybody was expecting anybody to know today. 
that oh, it happened. Boy. And uh, and I thought I, I was trying to be I was trying to be a good NWA soldier, and uh, I had actually. You know, one of the cool parts about this is like yeah. you build friendships, yep. you build yeah, relationships, yeah. you you learn, meet new people, you you talk to you, people, DM you stuff all the time just for the hell of it, and uh, like when all this stuff's going on in the wrestling world this past few weeks, I you know people ask me what I know and like you know like I'm some kind of insider and <laughs> yeah. I'm really not, but I just I. Or I guess you technically are. You, I don't you know. Well, that's it's like I'm not looking you, at it that way. You become <laughs> you become literally friends with these people, and but then then community members and I I've been in the same situation. Maybe not to your extent, but I've been there. You become friends with with certain people, and then you get community members that reach out to you. What do you know? Can you tell me? And it's a it's it's like they're stretching you thin. Yeah, and the and the trouble is with the NWA is is I love the NWA and I, I love the people that are in, in the NWA. Um like I, I'm legitimately still just a really big fan of it. And the, the, the show was built to just be, you know, being fans, marking out to yeah. what's going on in the NWA. Let's talk about the storylines, let's talk about this. It's never been like uh dirt sheet kind of stuff. It's never been you know, we want the scoops. Uh, and maybe, I mean, I don't know if that's a good or a bad call, but it's just never been that way. And I think people expect that out of me um, that are in and around the business. They know that I'm not like just trying to dig up dirt and trying to start some crap. I mean, yeah. when all this other stuff was going on, I laid out, man. Yeah, me too. I did not I, I don't want hear any, any of that crap. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want any part of that. And I didn't want to be like in the business of speculating on what's true and yep. what's not and listing names and all of that stuff. Like I was just kind of like, you know what? That's, that's not me. Like I want to focus on the positives. Uh, same time. I understand it needs to happen. Yep. So I'm going to let it happen and just, you know, just try not to shoot myself in the foot at any point with anything I say or <laughs> oh, do. Me, and, uh, <laughs> I'm there. man. <laughs> yeah. And so I was, uh, you know, I was just kind of laying out on that, but but I will say that I stumbled into some information about uh, everything that went down today, and and again, being a good dude, uh, and I probably wouldn't tell this. I got a glass of wine here in front of me. So yeah, well, I'm hey, thinking I've, about it. We're it's at just a bar. We're at a today. bar, Gary. We're at a bar. Gotta <laughs> yeah. drink up. Exactly. On the internet. Um, <laughs> no, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, stressing out over it today just because what happened was um, like I knew and, but, but I, I loved the NWA and I wasn't going to be the guy to say some stuff. They didn't want anybody to know. And then fightful.com broke the news that Zicky Dice uh, had been released from the NWA. And it was a situation of, uh, I, so again, everything I'm going to say here is uh, what Fightful.com has reported, which was that uh, that Zicky asked for his release and he was granted his release. And uh, so uh, I think they even asked Zicky for comment, and he just uh, gave them outlandish. I think that's like the uh, <laughs> that's the perfect. only comment he gave them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, so so then. 
So then that comes out and they put it behind their paywall. They put it on their Patreon thing, but I know what it is. Like they're just like teasing it at first about NWA superstar released or something, you know, they won't tell you who you got to pay your five bucks and get in and then then you can find out. But I let that stay out for a little while. So that had come out. Then I was like, all right, let's give it a little more time. And then I go in and then I like retweet the fightful article and say, you know, like, Per Fightful.com, Zicky Dice has been granted oh, his release boy. from the National Wrestling Alliance and blah, blah, blah. And I put that out there, and it is not like five minutes. And I am like, boom, how do you know this? Boom, where did that come from? Who told you that? What? <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what just happened? And, uh, and then, you know, I was like tagging people and like, retweeting it and stuff and people are like why am i in this thread why i don't know anything about this why are you putting me in it like it's like all this stuff and i'm like holy 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 shit dude like let me get out of this like i don't i i don't know i i didn't even say it fightful said it and uh and then uh so i ended up dude i ended up deleting tweet just yeah, uh because i was, I was like i'm not trying it. to yeah i deleted it because i was like i'm not trying to cause drama here and uh but for for like a hot minute, I was in the middle oh, of some discussion with some uh, investigation into how I know what I know and like why do I why am I publishing that and blah blah blah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I no, like I'm not the one who published it. Like you know, I didn't see anything wrong with it, yeah. and uh, I got accused of clickbait and oh. stuff. I'm like I'm not well, even trying to clickbait. Like, I mean. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we want people to click on right, stuff, right, right. but I mean, it's like, but that's not my article. I retweeted the article that says it. You're just getting the news <laughs> so, out there because you're the know. NWA pod. But it's it's that's what I kept saying. I was like, it would be it would be so stupid for me to ignore this. Like, this is what we do. This yeah. is the company that we talk about. Why would we not say this? And uh, but needless to say, we have not said anything about it. Technically, so technically, technically yeah, no, we nobody just set it out today. Retweets don't count, <laughs> but um, so so I because I was shocked because I've had Zicky on this show before and it was a great time. I mean, you you've interviewed him. Zicky's a great guy. He's a great person, and uh, I've been DMing him uh, ever since then for for a multitude of things. He I knew he was going to do the Twitch thing. And uh, I've been on Twitch for a long time, so we've been talking about that and uh, and all sorts of things. And so I find out, and I'm like, I, I literally find out live here earlier before you get on, and I'm shocked because I was just talking to him yesterday. But that makes sense; he's not going to tell you. But it's it's right. just so I'm like, oh, what's going on? Give me a link. I need a link. If if you're going to say that information, I need a link. I get the link. You know, I see it. And whatnot, and uh, and but the person tells me that Zicky gets to keep the TV championship, the NWA TV championship. That's what I was told. Now I don't know if that's true. I I can tell you I hundred percent don't know anything for sure about that, but I would highly doubt that's the case. That's um I I found it odd when I was told that, and and it was presented. Oh, to me that's like, an NWA belt. Yeah. So, you know, it was presented to me like, oh, I mean, keeps it. uh, It's like a release, but it's really allowing it's really a release to just allow you to compete 
other places until the NWA gets back type of thing. I don't I don't know. I don't know where this is going. But uh man. I, I've seen that same speculation too, man. And I'll tell you what, like uh and, and we have a Discord and, and somebody brought uh something similar to that up. I, I asked around about that. Um, an article came out uh, uh, like a couple of weeks ago that was talking about the NWA was starting to allow people to compete elsewhere, and that was going to be a thing they were doing. Um, I think this Zicky Dice thing is completely unrelated to that article. I think this is a whole other thing. And um, the now, now, again, I can only go off speculation, so I, I can't tell you anything in fact, but uh, just that – uh, when I asked around about that other article that had come out, I was kind of given information that um, the way the NWA was structured was that a lot of people considered that a non-story. They were like, everybody's got permission to wrestle elsewhere. That's they the, just can't be on television. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just like Nick Aldis was the only one that is solely booked through the NWA. You can't have the NWA champion on your show without going through the NWA. But everybody else is like free to work other promotions and other shows. They just can't be on their television show, basically. Um, You know, well, the ones that they have under contracts. Um, So, so that was it. So it was like a Zicky and a Thunder Rosa and Eli and Aaron Stevens or whoever else. Like I now, again, this is just going off what I heard, but that it was like those guys could, if they wanted to, go wrestle elsewhere. And I think even Thunder Rosa's been to Japan and been yep. wrestling over there, or had been, and is there like princess champion, like Joshi princess yes. champion yes, or is. something? Yep. And, and so, so she's got her own thing going on besides just the NWA, but it was just like here in the States, she couldn't like show up on AEW TV or something. Um, so that was like the deal, but anyway, the Zicky dice thing, uh, I am under the impression from everything I'm getting. This is like a cold, hard, like you're, you're out of here. We're done. Wow. Yeah, we're done here. And, uh, and so that I would have to imagine that means he can't keep the television title. Oh man. I tell you, there's two TV champions. He might as well just go and challenge, uh, Cody Rhodes right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he can show well. up there. Spe- yeah. Speaking of uh, former TV champions, uh, Ricky Starks, were you surprised to see him show up in AEW? Because I wasn't. No, no. I um, um. If you go back and look, it, you had Ricky him twice. Now you is, you interviewed him twice. So right. right. Yeah. Um, I interviewed him. He was one of my first. Yeah. Like right after Nick. Um. I, uh, he, he was kind enough to set up me and Ricky talking to each other. So that kind of led to him, I think next or close thereafter. And, uh, which was awesome. Like he did it completely under, uh, Nick Aldis's recommendation. And, and Ricky is at least, especially at the time was not doing podcasts or anything like that. He didn't like doing podcasts. He didn't want to do podcasts. Um, if you look at our YouTube channel, I I hadn't had the video up in a while. So I just re-released that interview and, and put all there. Ricky Starks doesn't want to do your podcast. Like I think I titled that the video. So maybe I am clickbaity. But that's it. Anywhere you look about YouTubing, 
that's like the number one thing they start off with. Make it make it captivating. Make well, you it compelling. Want people, you want people. people to click. <laughs> You're not lying. Right, exactly. You're, you're so it lying. is clickbait in that way. That's the goal. He, did, he didn't want to <laughs> yeah. do a podcast. You didn't lie. Oh. We have a whole conversation in the episode about <laughs> why he doesn't like doing podcasts. So oh. I was like, this is all accurate. And it's just like, that's the, maybe that's the draw in, you know, yeah. but um, anyway, when he, when he left the NWA, um, man, he was, it was really cool. Like I, I was sad to see him go yeah, and uh, yeah. it, that one caught me off guard and uh, I hit him up just to be like, Hey brother, you know, like uh, it really sucks to see you leave, but we appreciate you. And, uh, and, and we've got that community feel I was talking about hashtag NWA fam. I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, once you're NWA fam, you're, you're for life. And uh, so I was like, so wherever you go, man, we're always going to be appreciative of you and, uh, uh, and think highly of you. And I was like, uh, and if you ever want to address the NWA fans or anything like that, you know, we'd be happy to have you back on sometime. And he was just like, I got time today. Let's do this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I took a lunch break from work and sat down and talked to Ricky Starks again. And See, he talked I- to me all about his, uh, his stuff. But I think that stuff. No, that's okay. It it, it 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 touches on a point. Things I've been thinking about for my show, like wh- when I try to go out and get guests, I'm like, here's when I do my show: Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, from nine p to eleven p. Pick one of those hour slots. You can be on. And and I I think I'm limiting myself because, but I I like to do it live, and it, it's hard sometimes for me to just be like. Oh, let's do the interview now and like record it. Like I love things live and I I feel it's, like it's, it's tough. It's stressful. Know? It is. It's, I feel like maybe I could get. Especially when you want to get like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say like, I think maybe I could get more interviews or different people if I just said, hey, when do you want to record some, record a, a spot? And, and yeah, I don't do that, but. Well, to be honest with you, man, I've I've always like with the interviews and stuff like that. I approach it like I try to approach it very humbly and yeah, be yeah. like, "You're doing me a favor. Yeah. When are you available? That's I'll right, make yeah. I'll make myself work around your schedule." So that's that's what I would try to do. But but it's different from you because um, you're doing a lot of live and you're streaming live and um, and at, up until recently. We weren't trying to get people on for the live shows. Yeah. We were just just hanging out, and it was going to be us just shooting the shit, and it's nothing else. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like interacting with the chat and that sort of thing. It wasn't. We weren't planning for guests. Now, I will say that we, you know, once we got going again uh, recently, especially with Carneyland and all of that stuff, and started talking about it, we had these moments of like I'd happen to be communicating back and forth with David Lagana that first week of Carneyland. And yeah. I was just like, if you want to jump on, you know, here's the zoom link and uh, just offered it out. And he did. And then that led to like, I think the next week, Nick Aldis jumped on. And then the next week, like Thunder Rosa jumped on. And then it was like, Oh, now, now, now we got ourselves into something because yeah. now it feels, now I feel like it's going to be expected, expected that you're going to be watching live and somebody's going to show up. It's, yeah. it's a so. silver lining of COVID. Everybody knows zoom. Now all you got to do is give them the ID and the password and they'll be there. 
It's it's the silver that, lining. That's the blessing, right? Because yeah, yeah. this would this would probably this is not a normal circumstance. No, no, but, it's not. But typically that wasn't my thing. Um but yeah, it, it's been happening lately. Um we've been lucky. Like Thunder Rosa's been on the live show twice now. Like we were doing a live show the other night and her husband was in the chat and said, Send send her the the link. Like yeah. you gotta send her the link. She's she she needs to address you guys about some stuff you're saying. Yeah. That's <laughs> so awesome. I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, I was, okay. I think I might have been. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you might have been. And uh and anyway, so 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 it is different from what you're saying. Like with that Ricky thing, that was not a live interview. It was uh Ricky's got time right now. I'm gonna sit down and, and have the conversation and record it and yeah. we'll put it up later and that's what we did. Um he but uh Oh, going back to what you said, like, I mean, he was, he was really open during that time. And, uh, you know, we obviously said a couple of things we couldn't like put on air about what was going on, but he, he was pretty, pretty much saying everything he wanted to say, like right there on, on the interview. And I was trying, I was trying, man, because, uh, double or nothing was yeah. coming up. And that's, I, was I thought he was, was going to show up, up somewhere. Yeah. I thought he'd be at double. And he, he gave me a little tease like he might because, you know, he said something like, well, you never know where I'll show up because I'm just all in and I'll just throw my cards in and, yeah. you know, we'll call it right there or something. <laughs> I want to so climb, like, all climb these gambling the ladder references. to success is what he said. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Let's click talk. So I was all excited. I, I literally, dude, I, I bought Double or Nothing just because I wanted to see it. I, thought I wasn't even, I don't even think I was going to, I was just going to catch Double or Nothing later on down the road. Like I wasn't even worried about it. Then I was like, well, now I got to feel obligated so I can get the uh, crack at uh, the Ricky Starks dudes when he shows up there. And then the uh, SOB didn't show up there. But, uh, but he did later, and, and like you were saying, no, it wasn't a surprise. I ex- expected he was going there at some point. I, I, I felt like it had to happen. Um, you know, he was, he was good buddies with Sammy Guevara and some other people over there, and it just seemed like a place that would – and Ricky's good, man. Yeah. Ricky's really good. Very and good. Uh, so it felt like somebody like that would want to give him a shot. And it was cool to see the story that it was not a planned – thing more than one match you know it was just like once they got halfway through the match tony khan was just like i've heard that was legit in several different places that tony khan was just like no this guy's good i want him i've already got ideas for him i know where we're going story-wise let's he signed as soon as he walks back here let's get him and uh so you know good for him good good for that guy um, you know, I don't know if any of that relates to folks like a Zicky Dice. Maybe they're seeing opportunity because the NWA is not competing right now. Um, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's, um, you know, I got the impression from talking to Ricky, he wanted to wrestle and, uh, yeah, he was, I get that he was too. tired of sitting on his ass. So let's, uh, it, will, will the NWA survive this? not only the COVID, but the other stuff that's gone down in the past couple weeks. Are we going to see it back? Man, I I hope so. I, I'm keeping the faith that, that they are coming back. I mean, the NWA has been through some stuff, man. They've been around for over 70 years, yeah. and uh, they've seen some major peaks and major valleys, and uh, this is just another setback for yeah. them. It sucks. 
does like it happened in the middle of all this but it really I, sucks. I also feel like it's in the middle of all this nothing was going on anyway so it's not like you're interrupting the main wrestling show i mean it kind of blows for carney land stuff but yeah um, the recent stuff maybe this gives them a chance to reevaluate yeah yeah so like maybe this gives them a chance to reset and recalibrate figure something else out how they want to proceed and uh move on it, who they lost was a major asset for the company. There's no doubt about that. Like, I mean, David Logano did a lot of stuff and maybe this is a testament for why uh, people need to learn to delegate. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I can't speak to everything, but you know, David Logano handled a lot of crap in the NWA, but, but he was not the only person in the NWA and he's not, you know, like that company's, the people that are in that company are very talented and people like Aldis and Josephus and those kind of guys have like uh, major talents in other fields besides just wrestling. And uh, so, you know, Josephus during the Carnyland stuff was doing a lot of the editing and producing of those videos and He's stuff. Great. So he I think, great. I think they're great. still, yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Um, I think they, so so I think it's there. I think they can do it. They've just got to reorganize and figure out what's next. I'm sure that right now they are uh, not in the best spot, probably the worst spot yeah. they've been in since Corgan took over. I imagine this is it because how could you plan for yeah. Yeah. all of this BS? <laughs> it's, uh, um, here we are. Let's get to some, some lighter stuff. Uh, I, I just had to ask. I had to ask, ask that question. Some lighter stuff. Uh, no. Who who are you voting for? For what is it? President of Carneyland? Mayor? Mayor of Carneyland? Oh, the mayor of Carneyland. Mayor. mayor. Who who's who are you endorsing, Mister Gary Horn? Man, I just got my uh, town council certificate today in the in the mail, um, and now I don't even know if there is a town anymore. But <laughs> I'd have say. to say. <laughs> It's a hot commodity. Yeah, um, right. That's a collector's item. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you'd vote for anybody but Tim Storm. Tim Storm seems right? like the most decent human individual, like human ever. Like, is there any bigger baby face than Tim Storm? No. Um, I saw as soon as he was announced, uh, for whatever reason, Strictly Business was endorsing him. So that's fishy. But as soon as Tim Storm was announced, I'm like, oh, well, that's who will win. Like, there, there's no way. Who's who's going to go against Tim Storm? People love that guy. I'm, I, 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 I totally agree. Tim Storm, huge face. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give somebody a title of mayor, Tim Storm is a mayor guy. Just look at him. Just look at him. Uh, I yeah. do like Eli, Eli Drake. Uh, I, I, he's got the voice and. Uh, in, in right, could, could run things, but I think Tim Storm is is the best pick out of that. Although I'm not I, a councilman, um, you know so Stinson, <laughs> Doc Stinson, he no, uh, the third, Doctor Robert Stinson the third. Right. If you if you listen to some of the shows, like he gets he gets hot about Eli Drake sometimes. Like he he like Eli Drake rubs him the wrong way for some reason. Like sometimes he he's like all for him, and then other times he's just like. Too voiceless about the Eli Drake show. Too yeah. Um I was kind of pushing for uh, Esther Addington myself. Like I was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, hey, 
<laughs> you know, the hot, hot cougar. I, yeah, exactly. Don't tell my wife. But I really want Josephus. I think Josephus should run everything. I th- it should be the church of Josephus. Everything he does in my book is solid gold. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And uh, I think Stinson would uh, have your back on that. And uh, st- I, listen, I love I love Josephus. And he's a brilliant man. Um, but I have a hard time believing that a lot of other people in that company would stand behind just Josephus taking over and making the thing in his own image. <laughs> um, I think I, don't, I can't see an Eli Drake being cool with the Church of Josephus being the setting for the show. And uh, much less than Nick Aldis. Like, I can't picture that Nick Aldis is, like, wanting to go to Josephus Church every week on NWA Power. So, I don't know. It it would be fun to see Tim Storm win and become mayor. And then him and Josephus have a a match for the mayoral uh, mayoral (laughs) title. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Anyways, Gary, uh, I, I, I... I never want to go over 11 o'clock. One of the things I pitch to my wife all the time is I'll never go over 11 o'clock. I'll always go from nine to 11. Uh, we, we, and I feel we, I feel we could talk about wrestling all night. We haven't even touched on, we've only touched on NWA, how you got into podcasting and how you hooked up with all your people. I mean, we didn't even talk about the news tonight. Tessa Blanchard got stripped of her title from impact and caught. Tonight, while we were talking, so I mean, and what we, else? She she got released. I didn't know this. I don't. Yeah. So Tessa oh, Blanchard, what? Impact Championship Wrestling. Let me make sure released. Yes, Impact Championship Wrestling. So so a female was the heavyweight champion, the first one at Impact Wrestling. Great, Tessa Blanchard. Um, was stripped of her title, which is okay. Because, you know, you can't compete. You want to do a 30-day compete clause, thirty day compete clause, fine. But she was stripped of her title and released from Impact tonight. And that broke while we were talking. So, I mean, that's that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. It's right there. I'm just like, I'm pulling it up myself. Yep. No, you just broke the news to me, man. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, that is Vanessa, crazy. My terminated pro- my its relationship producer in my ear. Hold on. Let me put my hand up. My producer, my ear is telling me she did not fulfill her contract obligations. All right. Oh, okay. interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, gotta love Vanessa. I gotta get one of those. Uh, yeah. Vanessa, <laughs> right? Um, I get, everybody needs no, a Vanessa. She's great. She's in our Discord. She's 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 she awesome. Is great. She's uh, totally. I enjoyed great. her. I, w- I was on the Nation show once, and uh, mm-hmm. that's where I first talked to her. But uh, she's yep. cool. You got you got good stuff going there. If you've uh, if you've uh, got Vanessa backing you up. Yeah, I do. I've known Vanessa for a long time. And in uh, the Nation show, you were on there. That was great. That was a great time on there. So, But anyways, Gary, I mean, I feel like, and I said this before you got on, you always have an open invitation. Uh, don't worry, I'll harass you. I'll be, and I'll pull you on when I don't have a guest and need, someone, fine, to talk, man. And need someone to talk to. Uh, well, like I said, sometimes that's what it takes with it, me. So you it, just got to, you know. Let me know when's good, yeah. and I, I I'm happy to do it. This was fun, man. Like you said, I feel like we could talk all night, yeah. but also my wife will kill me. I I so. I've, I I have 13 <laughs> messages on my iWatch right now. 13, and and listen to this, Gary. <laughs> uh, 
one of them is a group text with uh, everybody that we're supposed to be going on vacation with. That's been a huge drama because of COVID and, and, and the whole other, like my parents are elderly and have underlying conditions and it's just, Oh wow. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. And, uh, and then the other one is um, my wife and then my middle child who says, it's me, Luca. Are you done yet? I miss you. And then it says, and then yeah, exactly. So my wife says, whenever you're done, I'm failing. Laugh out loud. So I've already gone over my limit. Um, but I won't leave you empty handed because what I do at the end of every show, no matter who's on, I give the mic to them. The floor is yours. You can put over whatever you want. You can bury whatever you want. I will not cut you off. I don't think, but I won't cut you off. And, uh, the floor is yours, Gary. So go ahead. Well, I appreciate that, man. And, uh, no, I would just direct people to, uh, if you want to follow me or get, uh, any, any of my stuff, dumb memes, whatever I'm at, this is Gary Horn on all of the social media stuff. Um, the shows, uh, I mentioned psychotronic, uh, film society. That's at psychotronic pod. I know it's a long word, but you follow me, you'll find it. Um, the, uh, and, and the wrestling podcast that we focus on mainly, which is, uh, one of my favorite things to do right now is at the NWA pod. Easy enough. Everywhere you want to find it, even youtube.com slash the NWA pod, all that stuff. And we literally today just launched uh, the, the NWA pod.com. Yeah, yeah. And it has a shop yeah. with merch. And, and right now what we're doing is because of everything that's going on with the, um, with the stuff with NWA, we, we're putting our money where our mouth is. We started this whole shop and um, we created a line of hashtag NWA fam merch. It's just for the community. And it is, we are not making anything off of this stuff. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I'm lying. I'm not, I don't want to lie to you. We're making like a buck or two off yeah. of everything that gets sold. And it's just because to start the whole site, it was like 160 bucks or something to get everything rolling. So uh, we had to we had to recoup a little of that. So, but we're not trying to make like a haul off of this thing. We just want people to be able to afford it. So that that merch is super cheap. So if you like the NWA and you want to support them and you're with us, that uh, keeping the flame alive to bring the NWA back is just a way we're trying to build the community that everybody can have like this hashtag NWA fam merchandise and uh so that's that's what we're doing and uh like i said it's super cheap i think shipping's like a flat five bucks or something like that so we're doing um can't do a better deal than than what's on there right now uh vanessa in the chat just said she's getting a tank top which is a racer racer back no razor razor back yeah razor back that's how you say it (laughs) a razor back tank which my wife was very excited about she's getting a razor back tank in a mug next week so sweet thanks vanessa yeah that is cool i i literally ordered everything in the shop today uh for myself so i want to see you in that razor back next time yeah well okay i not everything (laughs) in the shop but (laughs) Um, nobody wants to see that all right, Gary, I'm going to let you go. Otherwise, I think we might just screw over both our wives and be down here all night talking. Give, tell your wife I said thank right. you for allowing me to talk to you tonight. And uh, we'll be in touch, man. I'll, yes, I'll definitely have you on again. We can talk a lot of stuff. So thanks for coming by tonight. And have Absolutely. yourself a wonderful night, wonderful I... weekend, and a wonderful 4th of July. You too, buddy. Thank yeah. you so much. This was a blast. Thanks and for having me on. Anytime, man. I'll see you around. All right.
Excellent. And see, Gary's a pro. Gary's a pro because he he jumped right out of the Zoom, and I got nothing more to give you. So I don't know how how well people might have. Uh, I don't know what you guys thought of that interview because it wasn't like a wrestler. You weren't really learning anything about a wrestler, which we do sometimes on here. But man, did I have a lot of fun! I learned a lot about Gary. I learned about the, the NWA Pod, what Gary's up to, what how he got into it, how he hooked up with Adam, how he didn't, how him and Adam grew apart, and now he's with Gary or uh, Doctor Robert Stinson the Third and Will, and it was great, man. I thought it was a lot of fun. He was cool. Yeah, it was it was a great time all around. I had a blast. So much love to Gary Horn. And the NWA pod. And, and Will and Robert Stinson III. We should have both those guys on. So something I'm going to do for break is I'm going to work actually on graphics. So when we, we stumble upon a situation like this where we're having a brand, let's say. Let's say we want to have uh, Gary, Will, and Robert on. We can do that. And, and just make it look a little different and a little better. So Gary is the man. He is. I had a lot of fun. So, but as I said, um, I've been I I've been down here way too long tonight. We've gone way overboard, but it's okay. It is our final show. If I do go on a voca- vacation, whether it's with my family, my extended family, or with my uh, immediate family, I guess that's what you call. Um, I I will put you over. The live aspect of putting you over will be on hiatus until after July 4th. After July 4th, we're coming back with Logan Creed from MLW and maybe J.D. Drake from the Garden State Invitational. He literally just DM'd me and said, next Tuesday is perfect. If I can get him a time slot that works well with Logan Creed, it'd be great. But with that being said, everybody... Thank you very much for being here tonight. Thank you for the blowout man, Vanessa, for being in my ear. Uh, you got some great love tonight. So much love to the blowout man, Vanessa. Uh, every The great Doc Brown, longtime friend, the raid that we got. Uh, we got some uh, uh, bits from Spuddy Canada who wanted me to read what the message he wrote with the bits, but I can't with the bottom using just the blind umpire. Thank you everybody for coming in. I greatly appreciate it. Guys, have yourself a wonderful night. Have yourself a great weekend. Have yourself a great 4th of July. And I'll see you next time I click that live button. Thank you. Stay stay say stay safe. Stay strong and stay sane. Thank you. <laughs>